Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to extend a thank you to my patrons over at patreon.com slash BSM pod. Today we have Mr. Sui Sui all the way from Japan who is also part of all the Melee and Smash related events that happened over there, including helping out with the Smash World Tour. I want to say East Asia. Am I saying East that right? Asia. The East Asia, Asia Regional Finals, which happened a little while ago here. Mr. Sui Sui, thank you so much for joining me. It's uh, nice to be nice to be here. Uh, thanks for having me, man. I really love the opportunity that when I talk to somebody like Ekans, who connected the two of us together, he was on the podcast a little while ago and have, you know, just say hi to each other every now and again. Ekans listens to the podcast as well, which I appreciate. So shout outs to Ekans. But yeah. at some point messages me and says the Smash World Tour East Asia Regional Finals are coming up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be really fun. That'll be cool. It, it is uh, admittedly somewhat difficult to wake up and watch Melee or I might get that wrong, but it's really cool that the that the Smash World Tour kind of is unifying not just Europe and North America, which a lot of people think about for Melee. There's also South America, Central America, East Asia, and so on. It's really cool. And getting to talk to somebody who was involved with helping it go is even more cool. So I want to definitely talk about the Smash World Tour, but I'm tempted to bury the lead because I want to talk to you about your origin story. What would you like to tackle first? Um, we can go with we can go with the Smash World Tour. That's the the hot topic. So let's not bury the lead. Okay. That. I mean, it just it just happens. So yeah, let's go with that. So tell me how that starts. So you're 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 now doing your thing. You're doing Smash events. You like to play? Do you TO exclusively? What's your relationship to the game right now? Uh, right now, so like technically, there like there's no locals or any tournaments going on right now in Japan. Like I, the in in the Corona cases in Japan are actually very low. It's like extremely low actually, but we still haven't s started locals yet. So like the big big TOs like uh, Watch, you guys might know. Uh, he he doesn't yeah. He, he does some ultimate uh tournaments, but he hasn't uh done like melee locals in a while now. And then so but until that, I, I've been playing um I I've, I've been a player mostly. And then every time we do like an English uh, stream on like BGBC or whatever, I would help uh, commentary. So that that's like kind of uh, what I and I also I also made the 2019 ranking actually for Japan scene. But that's mostly oh. player and like I would say like 80% player and like 20% like helping out and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. So it sounds like you just have your hand in a bunch of different things. And so we'll we'll get to how you just go from minding your own business to all of a sudden just being super heavy involved. But when the Smash World Tour got announced again for this year, because there was a, <laughs> you could say, a soft launch in 2020 before things kind of yeah, yeah, went yeah. by the wayside. But it was really exciting to hear that they were going to do it again for this year. Uh, cautiously excited. I, I think that there was like a mixed reaction at first when people were like well how are we supposed to have, you know have safe events and reptide hadn't even happened at this point and they were talking about bringing smash world tour back for 2021 and so is it at that point that you start getting rumblings from everybody like watching the vgbc the rest of the vgbc people saying okay so we're gonna start to gear up for this or was it later in the summer or th or this fall when you started to first get this ball rolling um for me i got i got message like two like two weeks before the event actually like maybe what the like, way <laughs> yeah literally yeah yeah so watch message me like so watch okay for initially watch message me like oh do you, you want to help out as a staff like we, we can pay you a little bit but do you want to help out as a staff like kind of like help set up and like call players and stuff so i was like oh yeah yeah of course i'll do that but then but then, so I was talking to, like, some of the other guys that also got invited, like, so Ekans and, like, also another guy called Jeremy. We're like, I wonder who's going to do commentaries, like, because we're in Japan, like, American time, it's late. So I was like, I wonder who's going to do commentary. So I message watch, like, five days or, like, like a week before the event saying, like, yo, do you know, are we doing commentary? Like, who's doing commentary? And then, so he says initially that, like, you know, some... No, American guys are going to do the uh, commentary. So you guys are just going to be like helping up with setup. But then like Aww. two days or three days before the event, we get a message saying like, oh, no, actually, you guys, are. we need you to do commentary. Let's go. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I did commentary, I guess. Very last minute, I feel. <laughs> Oh no! How am I supposed to study all the all the best Japanese players that are going to be at this event? But you you know of or have talked to played against most of them, right? I mean, it doesn't feel like the last minute 
pressure is because specifically of having to study or anything like what did you feel nervous about going into commentating yeah so before i say kind of like what i was nervous about i'll just kind of uh like talk about what you just said but like i i, I basically know a lot of the all, all the players um a few guys um they came in during corona so i, I didn't really know them too well but yeah i, I knew and I'm, I'm like friends with most of the guys uh that were there but yeah I, I was most nervous about um actually like on the day um they were giving us like kind of a script they first they gave us on the day like a script saying like okay when this screen oh. comes up you have to read this for advertisement <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're like oh, okay, and then they were like, okay, here's a bunch of rules that you need to follow during commentary, and they gave oh. us they gave, that, they gave that to us like 30 minutes before it started, so we're like, okay, how how are we gonna follow that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was more afraid of the advertisement stuff because like kind of rules, it, there's like you know common rules like you know you shouldn't swear too much, like those kind of stuff is like already in my brain, but kind of like advertisement stuff, like I've never really done that, so. That was a little bit nervous. I, I was a little, a little bit nervous about that, I guess. Well, what about your YouTube channel? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're not invited on a podcast every day. You're not like at the yard level yet. I'm referring to Ludwig and the rest of the yard boys. But what about times where you get to talk about your YouTube channel? Do you ever feel like you're in advertisement mode? Or is it just more like, it's my project. It's what I'm doing. I like doing it. This feels natural to me. Uh, like if, if, if I'm talking about my YouTube channel... I mean, it's, it's it's my control. So, like, there's no, like, restrictions of, like, what I should t say about <laughs> yeah. it, what I should say about it. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's all good. I mean, like, yeah, there's no pressure there, to be honest. Okay, and then, I like hearing and, that. Yeah, yeah, and it's also, like, it's a full Japanese channel. So, I'm not, like, expecting a lot of people to come watch it from, like, a, from, like, an English stream in a way. So, there's, like, not too much pressure there as, as well, I guess, but... Yeah, no pressure there. Yeah, sometimes I still, like, I'm still trying very hard to get used to talking about my Patreon at the top of every episode because I know that's where the most people are watching at the very beginning, so I have to do it there, but it feels so weird to do it anyway for me. It does not feel natural yet. I was curious how you felt about yeah. it. So you were a little bit nervous about reading advertisements and just making sure that all the rules that were thrown in your face at the very last second, you were going to be able to yeah. kind of do right by Cause it sounds like you want to take it uh, fairly seriously. Like I, I know that you're also supposed to somehow simultaneously sound loose, sound excited, sound inviting to everybody watching on the stream and make it all just like, go, let's put it all on Mr. Sui Sui to make it all happen. So when yeah. you actually sit down, you start commentating. Uh, were you commentating with somebody? I'm assuming how that how that start when you actually first sat down. Oh uh, yeah, so we had we had like three or four commentators that kind of rotated throughout the day, and so I think I started off with I think uh, this guy called Jeremy. Uh, Let's Mark go, Slayer. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think some of you guys maybe know him from. He, he used to be in the states, so. Maybe you guys know him, but yeah, I, I was in commentary with him. I also rotated with uh, Ekans, who you had on. Um, before. Oh, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, got Ekans on I commentary some, too. Yeah, I did some commentary with him, and yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I don't. Re I don't really get too nervous about like being loud anymore because for me, that's like the easy part. But I, I guess it's because I do YouTube all the time now. But yeah, you're used to speaking yeah. to an audience that is not necessarily in front of you, but you can. You've gotten used to it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. That sounds cool. I guess the only thing I was like a little bit worried about was like I haven't cause, because my YouTube channel is in um, Japanese. Like I haven't been like I haven't done like loud, like exciting commentary in English for a while. Oh, yes. So, that is a difference. Yeah. So that's the, I guess that's the only thing. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, yeah, not too much. And then you're also i mean you had a hand in helping to seed the bracket or like sort of the pools and all that kind of stuff or were you just specifically towards the end there just focused on trained on commentary uh yeah it was just commentary like i didn't even so we, i i got the players like who are participating like as you said as i mentioned before like a week and a half two weeks before the event actually and there there were like a few changes in the end, I actually tried to get another <laughs> player instead of, like, so there there were a few replacements that we had, last minute replacements. Oh, really? Yeah, and then Watch forgot, like, this really good Falcon player called Bath. 
Wait, no. You just straight up forgot somebody? Oh, I feel so yeah, sorry I was like, for that Falcon player. I, yeah, yeah. I, I sent him a clip of um so this is um like number number two uh Fox Falcon player Sana. On his stream he was saying like so it's, the guy's name's Bap. He was like Bap is the best Falcon player. So I sent him I sent I watched a clip of him saying that. Kind of to trying to convince him to um use him as a replacement instead of someone else, but Oh yeah, he said it was too late, too late to make any changes. So my efforts were it, it didn't go it didn't go too well there. I just forget like so living in North America, I obviously have quite a, the amount of melee privileges here. I mean, we have <laughs> the melee stats Discord. They try so hard to pay attention to everything that's going on, but of course, naturally, everything that's happening in North America is the easiest, the most uh, eye grabbing stuff that's going on i mean they'll, they'll they will go back and forth and this is a i'm trying to be positive here i love the melee stats discord they will go back and forth about like friendlies that are being played between zane and moki or ibtw to saint like they'll, they'll just go on and on and on but meanwhile players uh, in japan not always on stream i mean if it's on stream that's really cool but even then it is a challenge because of the time zone that's that's first and foremost but there's also just that fact that it's in a different continent. You're not quite as familiar with those players and so on and so on. I really love how Toph tries as hard as he can to highlight the Japanese scene. I remember when, I remember around the time, uh, it was around the spring where it was Shunsuke versus Amsa at one of the Gallant Melee Open events where they were playing, I believe, in the same setup in person. It was just being broadcasted back to here in the United States, like playing uh, first to seven, I think. It was super oh, oh cool. yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of remember that, yeah. Yeah, that Shunsuke won, like, in the last game. It was was wild. Yeah. It was wild. Uh, but yeah. And then, you know, invite Amsa onto the stream. Like, Toph will invite Amsa onto the stream. Toph lived in Japan for a little while, so, like, you'll, you'll hear a little bit there, but it doesn't happen as often that you hear about players. And so that I, – I didn't think that it was possible for somebody to get, like, not forgotten, but just – oh, wait, we should have probably considered having this player come to the regional finals. And it's so hard without having tournaments to actually look at that happened recently, right? Because like you were saying, there hasn't been any sort of locals or big tournaments happening for Melee in Japan ever since the pandemic started. Am I understanding you correctly? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, literally, the the last tournament we had was, like, uh, 2020 uh, January. And besides that, we didn't have any tournaments. And my, my guess is my guess is that you know watch was i think he was probably really busy too because he's messaging me like two weeks before the event so like you know <laughs> there's a lot of last minute decisions you know he, he might forget a player here and there but he he did message me like saying like yeah he tried to invite players like zoma uh you know, if you guys know he's like a he used to be like a really good youtube player and they also tried to invite this another player called like donkos who's a really good falco player but then they, they had to cancel so like a lot of last minute things happen and I guess, yeah. And combined with the fact there's no tournaments, you know, some players, he, he was just too busy. He, he couldn't remember everyone, I guess. That's really tough because it sounds like there's, between the fact that there's not, or like, it's not like you know because you've been to a bunch of tournaments who's a regular attendee, attendee who's, like, placing top eight in those events. And one thing that's been talked about a lot is how uh, – the watch has been on an interview talking about how this is kind of a thing in Japan. And I think Amsa has talked about this a little bit. And then Toph as well on his stream about how Japan d looks at slippy differently than the rest of the world does in terms of its viability and sort of like the respect factor to the publisher of saying, you don't want to modify or mess around with uh, something that has been made by like a different like you know by the original publisher not to mess around with it like mods are not viewed the same way in japan as uh, certainly in north in north america you want to talk a little bit about like what your perspective of that is um yeah i kind of disagreed to extent where i think i remember amsa made like a tweet about it i can't remember but he was saying like he doesn't really want to play uh slippy on stream and he he like he mentioned that um it's not because you know nintendo said that he shouldn't it's because he just feels like the public in like out. I, I feel like he said the public um he would get negative kind of comments from the public but by by public i feel i feel like he means like from outside the melee community i feel like i feel like there is um it's actually it's very weird because like 
a lot of like modifications for like Pokemon games are like are chill. <laughs> like, there's a lot Wait, of like what? people making like mo like modded Pokemon games. Pokemon. They don't care at all. Yeah, you know, like there's always like a bunch of modded Pokemon games, right? Like in America too, but like in Japan, there's a lot of people playing it, but like no one. I feel like there's not many too too many like negative comments there, but if Amsa feels like. You know, there there would be negative uh, comments towards Smash. I guess it's like a different perspective between like Smash and other games, and I I I, I kind of see that where like I remember um when um uh so th when th um when like free melee was hashtag free melee was like uh, popular in uh in uh, America. It actually trended in Japanese Twitter as well. So then I I made a tweet explaining the situation. I was like, cause in Japan everyone's saying like yo. These guys are just doing illegal stuff. Of course, they should get banned or whatever. So I, I made a I made a uh, tweet saying like, uh, kind of to clarify the situation. I was just like, yeah. So there's actually a lot of history where they've been doing this for years and years and years. I I didn't even say if it's a positive or negative thing. I just like explained like a bit more history. And then I got so many negative comments just for saying that. Oh so, my and goodness. That, that was yeah. That was based on like, uh, free melee and like having um. UCF at one of I can't remember like one of one of the mods at the tournament. So I think yeah, as I mentioned before, the attitude before like towards like modding modding melee is like much more stricter compared to other games. Especially yeah, the easy one I can compare is Pokemon, but yeah, that's, I don't. Yeah, that's what I, think. I don't understand. Is like melee supposed to be the sacred do not touch game in? I don't I don't know. This is this is this is interesting to me that there's like sort of a a line being drawn on the sand of like <laughs> you can you can do this stuff <laughs> with other games yeah, yeah. like Pokemon. <laughs> but don't you dare yeah. touch melee. Don't give it good net code. And, and and what has to happen in order for a game made in two thousand one which never had net code in the first place, in order for that to happen, somebody has to do the thing and score the points. So shout out to Fizzy and the Project Slippy yeah. team, but it it helps to it does so many good things. Like I know that in, in some ways, depending on the country that you're in, in North America, it's like, it stands on like that kind of gray area ground sort of thing where, yeah, the modification of games is allowed, but you're not allowed to distribute it. Like the, like that's basically the, the, the snapshot of what North America, what the U S copyright stuff is, is like for yeah. modern games, but you can't deny like when you look at it without the lens of corporate for-profit shenanigans of how awesome it is because it allows the game to live on. And a lot of people, like I, I just get this sense, people who like to say, well, you're, you're even if the, they're not selling the game anymore, they're not selling Melee anymore, it, it might hurt sales for like current stuff. Like you're going to encourage them if they, if they, if they get Melee, you know, through through the uh, the deep dark web, then they're gonna do that for the latest and greatest releases on the Switch and whatever. And I'm I just I don't I don't get that impression a lot. Like I feel like a lot of people just still love buying current Nintendo stuff and they love Melee, or they might like Melee, whatever, whatever. But they're just like super fast to like go out and buy the latest Pokemon or Animal Crossing or you know Mario stuff, whatever. Um. Yeah. It's like. It's very weird. I guess it's because like there is no there is no like melee culture in Japan. Like I feel like abroad, especially in America, like melee it's it's not just the melee community, it's like the gaming community as well. Like a lot of the gamers like you know just like you know even like different genres, they they kind of they kind of know about melee and like how big it is, but in Japan it's like it, it it's very little. So there's like no there's no like forgiveness or like you know like trying to there's no like no leeway between like they're just saying like it's illegal, so don't. They're like dame. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and I and I kind of going back to the point before is like I do feel like they have like Smash and Sakurai at least on how it seems like on Twitter as like it's like God, God figure. So like it shouldn't be messed with. Like everything they do is correct. So like that like if you, even if you make like a like a critical comment on like one of their things like saying like oh I don't think this was a good. Thing to implement i feel like it gets quite a lot of hate actually like even simple things like that yeah and so. I, I so for you do you think that based on what you know you live in japan so i'm not gonna like 
call paint you to be like an expert of all things uh, Japanese culture but is it just like the nostalgia you know what I mean a lot of people in the US like they hold stuff on forever I mean it doesn't even have to be video games you can go to somebody's house in the unit in the US and you will find something that's like 50 years old and why did the person keep it and they're like well I like it <laughs> it's just like nostalgia is like yeah. a real heavy thing and it kind of is part of the reason why they just keep bringing back these movies again and again oh wow this movie is new uh well actually it's technically like the third remake there was one in the 80s and there was one back in the 50s like the mummy is one of my favorite movies 1999 brendan fraser but that's yeah, like yeah. the second or third version of the mummy that hollywood has made like this similar story so do you think that there's not as much of that nostalgia trip in Japanese culture? Because I, I feel like there ought to be at least some, but maybe not for Melee. Uh, it's hard. I always feel like, so you know how like Nintendo or like kind of like big publishers, sometimes they always um, post on Twitter like, oh, this is the 20th anniversary of this game. Yeah. Or yeah. So I feel like those get quite a bit, a lot of comments. You know, like some positive comments actually, like, oh, this is so nostalgic. In Japanese, we say natsukashi. So, like, this is so natsukashi. They always say it. So, I feel like there is nostalgia. Like, as, like even when the melee, I remember recently they made like a melee tweet and stuff, but I feel like they were oh, yeah. <laughs> commenting. They were, I feel like they were <laughs> commenting on it, but I don't know. I feel like it's just like irrational, like, protect, must protect Sakurai and Smash. Because. Because if there is like, let's just say like, um, this like the there's a theory saying like okay because it's a nostalgic you know, game like we have to keep melee as it is then why is like, modding like Pokemon like chill you know <laughs> like there's like no there's no like good explanation so it's just like an irrational, like protective mindset towards Smash I guess. So I think that one thing that comes across is like the trickle down effect. You know how Sakurai and he said this. I think at least one time per each Smash game, the respect and reverence that he has for the material that he's given, the characters from different games, from different developers, even in making Melee, they, the HAL Laboratories, according to the Elevated documentary, the David V. Kimball, shout out to David V. Kimball, the Elevated documentary about the development of Melee, Basically, Hal Laboratories was in another building with a bunch of other developers for Nintendo games. So he would literally like take things that he was seeing and trying to bring up to other publishers, developers of these other Nintendo games and saying, hey, does this like pay the proper uh, tribute to is does this like strike the right tone does this make sense for this character to do this that or the third and they still let pikachu have skull bash even though technically he couldn't in the latest game right before melee release that's okay that's neither that is neither here or there i'm just one of i just want to note <laughs> yeah. that okay but the point being that that he cares so much about treating the material uh, respectfully it almost sort of trickles to the people who know who Sakurai is, the things that he said. And he's very forward-facing, like public-facing to the community. He's the one who announces the newest DLC characters, will show you, do the gameplay. And I don't really know, like, I do not know a single Pokemon developer person. I, 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 I could not point them out. I don't know their names. I don't even care. But, like, I, I think that part of all of this, the, the respect for... Masahiro Sakurai, the rest of the development team for Smash is that you know you know the face, you know the name, and you've you've seen him in a video at least one time before because we all are suckers for watching reveal trailers and all that kind of stuff. So that might be part of it. I mean, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, like definitely, definitely, like he's he's always on. Um, like I guess people know like how much effort goes, um, to kind of implement a new. Uh, character and then like because he does a uh, I think he has like a magazine page and like in Japanese as well like the for, I don't read page? it oh uh, yeah maybe it, maybe it's that one I don't read it but I guess like I guess he has more opportunities to kind of like talk about what goes on um in uh, in Smash especially in Japan because like I don't think everything he says you know every single thing he says gets translated into English for like uh, English people to see but I, I guess more people in Japan are exposed to like kind of the the process behind uh the game so maybe perhaps that's a, that's a thing but i for me it's also interesting like in one of 
his old school interviews. Like I remember it's in one of the documentaries too, actually. But he was saying like you know he doesn't really want kind of melee to be played at like a super competitive level. Like he was like at heart, it's a you know it's a party, uh, fun game. So party I guess game. that's I guess yeah I guess that you know that philosophy or like that how he thinks like that way of thinking is like very strong within the company as well. So yeah. It does defy the odds because, yes, in every sense, Melee is a party game. Nobody's nobody's denying that because Melee is a super fun game to play. You invite, you invite over the homies, you put items on, you play on Temple. It is such a blast. It's also just somehow mysteriously uh, the a beautiful accident side of things where it can be the most the most uh, the most eye-grabbing and compelling competitive game that you can possibly watch because it's so cool. So I, I know that, yes, part of game, that's all fine and well, but it also can, uh, at the same time, it's not like it's one or the other. To me, it's both. Yeah, I, I, that's, that message has not um, translated to you know, the, the Japanese people at all. So... Yeah, I I feel like there's like so I I remember like kind of we've given up like recently, but like until like three or four years ago, everyone was like hoping like there might be like a some like Nintendo support or like some melee port. But I feel like the goal everyone's kind of like trying to like talk to like Nintendo America. I I guess they did have something with a uh, Panda Global rec just recently, but yeah. I feel like the the goal to like make melee like to have like a very positive relationship. To, to reach that goal, it's like there's no point like kind of talking to like the American like Nintendo audience. You have to like convince like the Japanese Nintendo and like the Japanese people in a way. Like you have to change like Japanese culture, and I don't think that's gonna happen. So it's not gonna happen in one day or maybe even in <laughs> one year. But thanks to AMSA, Deft, and Ingen, 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 Ingen. Yeah, we have three players from the East Asia realm of the the region of the world going to the Smash World Tour finals, and it's gonna be sweet. And AMSA yep. also got invited to Summit Twelve, if I'm thinking about this correctly. So that just means that there's there's going to continue to be like people who uh, represent that region, represent Japan, in a very f public facing. Like it's always it's always cool, especially for AMSA. I mean, it's such a well-known player. Uh, recently yeah. ranked uh, top twenty in the top twenty all time for for wait 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 whoa whoa oh no am I thinking about this wrong no he's got to be top twenty or was he was top like thirty 20, I think he was like twenty twenty one twenty two oh no I forgot already <laughs> oh twenty one yeah it's tw I have it's twenty six or twenty one I it's like either I can't remember. <laughs> I'm like quickly checking. Okay, it's one of those. Yeah, whatever. All right, one of those. 21, 21. <laughs> okay. I got, I've looked at too many of the articles of, uh, you know, like 80 to 70 to 60. Okay. It's really cool. And if there continues to be that sort of like, hey, we still love playing Melee. It's awesome. It's really cool. Yes, maybe eventually everybody else will start to catch on. Uh, in the rest of the world, in Japan especially, because that's like you said, uh, and a lot of people, have, a lot of people in 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 the U.S. they kind of like say Nintendo America doesn't seem to be as much of a problem as Nintendo Japan seems to be. Like, hey, competition, no thank you. And so Nintendo America is naturally going to go, yep, you got it, boss. I mean, that is ultimately yeah. where the that's the top of the pyramid. Definitely, and I'm um, like kind of um talking about like who's going uh to um yes you know, please the, the, the finals. um but i i for me i feel like there would be like a bigger effect if like ingen does good because he just started playing and like you know like oh really he, oh yeah, yeah he just started playing he just like he said like 2020 uh august or something he's been playing for barely 14 15 months yeah, so something ridiculous like that, and like he's like already beating everyone. So oh, I feel like let's if, go. if he does good, yeah, if he does good or if he wins, like that's a, that's an article for like news people can write, right? Like <laughs> that's somebody I can talk to. I mean, everyone no, already I'm not going to be able to talk to him again.
because I'm assuming, or does he speak English? I'm sorry. I'm already uh, trying no. to use you as a resource. I am here to talk to you, <laughs> Mr. Sui Sui, I promise. But that's really cool. And then uh, what's yeah. the story? What's the story with Deft? Because I, I don't think I've heard that name before either. Uh, so Deft, to be honest, I have no idea. So he wasn't playing or like, I don't know if he was playing before Corona. So I ha I'm not sure if he came um, during Corona or... So I, I don't even know like how Watch knew he was here and, how, and like how Watch knew he was good. But I guess Watch does his research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> second place in the bracket. Um, <laughs> yeah, but apparently he, he like schedule wise, he can't go. So I think someone's replacing him. Okay, um, but that I don't know yeah. if that's like official or not. So just for the sake of the, we can go with alleged because I'm looking at it on Liquipedia and there's there's Deft. So yeah, he no he he said he's definitely not going. Oh damn. He, he told he to, yeah after the uh, after the tournament interview like even on stream he was like I asked him like so how do you think you're gonna do at the tournament he's like oh yeah I can't go, so he's not going. <laughs> um, there 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 was talks that like. Falpan might go as a replacement who came fourth, but he recently tweeted like I can't go. So I don't know. Damn. I don't know. I, you might have to ask uh watch for I, I, yeah, I I'm not I'm not too sure about that. No, but I'm that's not, the yeah. uh, that's the knowledge that you're bringing and I really appreciate that. What you were able to conduct the interview at least for 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 Def then after he finished up at at second place or wait, no, third place, excuse me. Uh second, he came second. Oh. I'm sorry, I am mixing myself up. Thank you. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> they're both Yeah, yeah. They're both Marth players. I'm just like yeah. looking at my phone like Marth head emoji. Ah, oh, come on. Sorry, my bad. Get confused. It's all good. Yeah, so yeah, we did a post game um interview after everything. Um, you know, the def was just saying like, yeah, he, he used to I think he, he used to be ranked in one of Texas, maybe? Some some one of the states. I remember exactly, but yeah, I I I remember I was just like so shocked when I was like interviewing him because like Watch had like a list of things like he wanted me to ask, and the second one was like, okay, how do you think you're gonna do at the tournament? He was just like, oh, yeah, I can't go. So I was like, oh okay, what do <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> so yeah, but for me the most interesting or I, I love um when I was interviewing Ingen, he was like, I was like, do you have any messages for the fans or like the people that are watching? And he was like, yeah, if you want to improve, you just gotta analyze your like understand your weaknesses and analyze your mistakes and you can be as good as me like you can get to my level in a year it was like it was like a message you know like uh <laughs> it wasn't like thanks guys it was just like uh here's how you get better cool. scrubs yeah yeah very <laughs> cool thing to say <laughs> yeah, i thought i would love because i mean okay look i do love amsa as as like an idea as a player and I've I've never met him in my life, but I'm sure he would be very nice to talk to in any capacity. So that's all fine and well. But a more of um like a it, neutral or or chaotic bad uh, a villain perhaps or just someone who's gonna tell you what you're doing wrong instead of telling you what you're doing right. Yeah. But I mean I I do like those kind of storylines in melee for sure. And for Smash World Tour, I mean the really exciting thing is the idea that somebody like Sora, somebody from Europe, you know, like Pipsqueak and so on, that there's going to be like all these, all these players. Oh, and of course I'm forgetting Central America, JCAM Far, South America, Chapa and HP. Like there's just going to be so many different regions all coming together for, it, it's, it's a once in a year at best opportunity. This, this is, this is really, to me, feels very unprecedented. Like this has happened at very, very few instances in, in Melee history that you get to have all of these cross-regional matchups and they get to play, the, for the players outside of North America, they get to play with North American players, you know, the, the, the best of the best, if you will. Although <clears throat> I don't know about Zane and Mango being there. Doesn't seem like that uh, Mango in particular, excuse me, Zane is going to be there, but Mango... Maybe not, but there is plenty of competition. We'll just put it that yeah. way. Plenty of competition. That's what I'm really excited to see. Excited to see Amsa, Ingen, and whoever else from East Asia from Japan yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be excited to see how they stack up, if they're able to make upsets, start more storylines, because I do love I do love the old stuff, the old history. I mean, the top 100 all-time list has really re made me remember a lot of things and reminded me of a lot of things that just make me smile and go like, yeah, 
that's awesome that's melee history that's cool but then you never have those storylines unless you build them up and you have to start somewhere yeah so uh, kind of like uh touching upon like how like everyone's uh, coming together that's like for me that's really exciting because like kind of just talking from like japan's perspective like actually like every time besides this recent uh tournament every time amsa comes or enters a tournament in in japan he loses like the last time the last tournament i watched he was like third like he lost to sana and shifu so mm. like it's always hard to gauge like how your like players in your community are like how good they are because like perhaps you know they can go to like w- one or two tournaments abroad like once a like a year once every other year or whatever but like that like th- that's a lot of like nerves and like they might not perform as well so it's like it's hard to kind of just like imagine like how good your players are so i, I and i feel like every every other, every region has like a similar mindset where they don't quite know exactly how good their top players are so it's good it's good to see like everyone combining Yes, and it's it is interesting. I think I think Toph might have talked about this a little bit. How how Amsa would not do always fantastic against his against his home region, but then would go and beat Mango at Summit Eleven. I mean that did happen. Mango yeah. after or sorry, before Mango does his amazing losers run, happens to drop a game five set versus Amsa. <laughs> like Amsa yeah. wins that set. Like that is not just like oh yeah. Obviously, good for you. That is super cool. That is very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. For me, it's it's the Ingen. I I think I think he might do something. You know? <laughs> like he's imp- like he actually um on stream plays with um Amso quite a bit, uh, and I, awesome. I saw him taking quite a few games. Like at the tournament, he didn't take any games, but he was definitely taking a lot of, a lot of games on stream. So, I think I think the next Cinderella story is gonna be him. That would be really, really cool, and that would yeah. be a great way for Smash World Tour to continue to put itself on the map. Because, like you were saying, Panda and Nintendo recently announced like the officially licensed uh, world—not World Circuit, sorry—North American Circuit, North American Circuit. And I think that's where yeah. there's going to be a nice difference between Smash World Tour, because the implication is the entire world, and then this this North American only like circuit for 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 panda and nintendo i hope that both can be a thing there's a lot of questions since the news was only yesterday only about 36 hours ago this whole idea of wow nintendo's actually did they just do hashtag smash bros melee on the nintendo of america twitter account this looks like a screenshot what's going on (laughs) it is it is like very like what there's a i still have like myself like so many questions and i'm just waiting for more info to come out but for Smash World Tour, I do hope that continues to be a thing because thus far, with all of the regionals that have happened and with the World Finals coming up here in like three, four weeks, like we're gonna find out a lot. If we're gonna find out a lot about out of the North America regions all coming together, see who can knock off these annoying American players. Even though I love <laughs> a lot of them, <laughs> I'm really excited to see upsets happen because I I think it wouldn't. What would be the point if there weren't some upsets? Like, come on, I want to see some shakeups. I want to see some new storylines. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's always good for just the melee community in general. Where if you have like people that you don't know suddenly beating, you know, top players, like you don't want you don't like for any community, like any competitive community, you don't really want like one player at the top for like the whole time. So it's always good to you know have you know people people come in. I, I think it's also good to have like bring um new play styles like. I feel like kind of the play style like in America is like kind of it's like this is the this like it's kind of set where like like this is um the best like a, a lot of crowds canceling for example but like for mm. perhaps um you know like Japan J- Japan's play style like you know Central America's play style they they can bring something different to the table and like perhaps it it might counter you know American play styles or it might get countered but you you never know it's always um it's not I don't feel like it's just the players it's also just like uh their their play styles as well it's gonna be fun to see. And it's going to be super awesome to watch. So I hope that I hope that it's is everything that we're kind of building it up to be. It happens here in the middle of December on the VGBC Twitch channel. So don't worry, you'll hear about it when it goes up, when it goes up. So for you, now that you've you've run the you've helped to run the East Asia regional finals for the Smash World Tour that happened yep. already. And now now what? I mean, what's next for you? 
Are you when are we, when are we doing some melee? I mean, watch. Come on. Like, is that where you're at, or are you perfectly content to continue doing your thing, running the YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. So, I yeah, I kind of. I don't think I, I'm not. I'm not gonna be like competitive in melee for a little bit. Actually, I, I feel like. So recently, my like NES controller broke. Actually, so oh, I'm like, oh. that's kind of like another factor. But no, that yeah, that's I, a I big factor. Yeah, yeah, like, and I play Falco too. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll be uh, playing too competitive. Like the break kind of, kind of had that effect where I haven't been playing um competitive for such a long time. I I'll definitely be like commentating and stuff. And that's always fun. And especially, like, if I can do my part, because, like, there's not many, like, English um, commentators that can, um, like, stream it to the to the rest of the world. And that's definitely something that the community needs, because I feel like the community, like, the Japanese community makes, like, no Melee content at all. I think that's one of the problems, actually, like, why it's not popular. Like, I, I complain quite a few times that I I've made my own videos, like, a few times, but no one else does this, so I kind of gave up, actually. So, oh, well, I'll have to see if I can find those. I know what your YouTube channel is, youtube.com slash C slash Mr. Links in the description below. So, yeah, definitely. I think what I'm going to be focused on is like, you know, yeah, melee commentary for tournaments and also like my YouTube YouTube channel. So it's a it's all Japanese channel. So if you if you want to, you know, test your Japanese skills, go check it out. But there are there are people who. I mean, just you just pick up on a language if you if you hear it enough. I mean, I know what nani means. I yeah. haven't watched enough anime to know too much more after that, but that <laughs> that that is actually a real thing. I feel like you just if you watch enough of a language or hear enough of a language, it'll start to stick, even if you're not necessarily doing it for learning. You just love watching anime or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so why definitely. did why are you over there in Japan? I mean, is it is it like the whole teaching English thing that Atkins is doing, or what's the story for you? Uh, so actually, I was born in the UK, but right after that, I was I I came to Japan actually. Okay. But so the re and so I've been living in Japan like the rest of my life, to be honest. But the reason why I can speak English and why like I don't have a British accent is because I went to an international school, which is like an all it's like an all English school and then like a lot of the teachers there are like american so i don't have a like i guess i have like an american more of an american accent though it does sound like you have an american <laughs> accent that's so yeah. interesting i have no n like no british accent I, I do say like rubbish bin like ekans always gets like why do you say rubbish like all the time like, <laughs> <laughs> and i say like mate sometimes you know like thanks mate you know those kind of stuff but <laughs> I say in like American accent. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. So very, yeah, it's intuitively confusing. something feels wrong to me. I mean, you you got to do you, but yeah, that is. I feel sorry for you that you have to explain yourself. <laughs> it sounds like you have to explain yourself to Atkins one too many times. Like, come on, dude, I've told you this already. <laughs> they just get confused. They, they have to <laughs> they have to remember that I'm actually British sometimes. But it's all it's all fun. It's all fun. So then, have you ever been to the United States? Uh, I've been to Canada. So I. I, I went to UBC for like a semester. Oh, shout out to UBC. Dare will be happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't playing mainly with them. I wish I was, but yeah. I, oh, went, okay. I went there for a semester and came back to Japan for uni. But yeah, not no America yet. No America yet. Is there a place that you would actually be interested in going to America? Or is like enough of the culture has seeped its way over the internet to you? You're like, ah, I think I might be good. I, I definitely want to visit. I, I like the one of the big cities. Definitely want to try out. Um, I, I like. I've I've been watching a lot of yeah, poker YouTube videos recently, so definitely want to go to Vegas and stuff. Yeah, oh, Vegas. Yeah. Mhm. Mm so and def I definitely want to try, go to like a melee tournament. But I think it'll be cool. I I it'll be cool if like, um, you know, Smash World Tour or whatever. Um, anything in the future kind of brings like an international commentary team as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm, that's what I want. <laughs> you know, I don't think I would want to go as a player because, like, I feel like if I would to go as a player, like, I need to be like invested in practicing, like I was before. But I'm not doing that anymore. Content. So. Yeah, that's what you could do. Commentary. Yeah, we can have Jap. I'll mix in some Japanese. I always mix in nani during my commentary. <laughs> you know, have a sneak, have a few Japanese lingual 
here and there. <laughs> I asked Ekans to say, yo, did he just walk up slowly and down smash in Japanese at the end of our at the end of our recording? He's like, um, okay. Like I was like, could you please say it? Please. I'm not asking you to perform. I just want to hear it so bad. But I could tell he's like, uh, I always have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> in Japanese, it would be like, Something like that, I would say. It doesn't always quite come off, come across in the same way. Like Scar just does it best. Like, is there, would you like, is that something that, uh, aside from the fact that you'd be very interested in traveling over for doing commentary for Smash World Tour in a, uh, in like in, let's say, like the one that's going to be held in Orlando, Florida, Florida, Eh, they have enough stuff going on. I'm sure there'd be something that would catch your attention there. It's for, it's very beautiful weather at the very least. That yeah. if you were to come over and you had this like out of nowhere iconic call, would that be like something that you would take immense pride in? Have it in your Twitter bio or like the banner, the thing, or is it just like I just want to have the traveling experience and be able to talk about melee as compared to having to study, practice, and then go under pressure of performing and playing and placing well in bracket. Um, yeah, for I, I guess for me, like, if I did ever get the chance, I think like, it's something that at, in a in a region where it's not too popular, you should be bragging about it in a way like you should be trying to promote it as much as possible. Like whether you're going as a player or, or a commentator, I think, I think like as a like a top player, you, you or especially if you're like, kind of arms level, if you're a professional player, like you have the obligation to try and like spread the word as much as possible. So like, if I ever were to travel as a commentator i would definitely try my best to like you know make make videos about it and like you know tweet about it everything i can do to um you know um yeah, spread the word and i don't think i would want to like I, I don't have like the will to like want to go just as a vacation i think like more like some kind of mission behind it that yes like, <laughs> yes i love that motivate, I, I feel i feel like no, that's where I am. Like, I, I'm going to use this whole podcasting thing and Melee thing as my driver behind, like, actually getting somewhere. I have traveled, for the record, but I am more of a homely person, so I like being home a lot. It's just that I would love to see places like Vancouver. I would love to see places like the Pacific Ocean uh, in California or somewhere yeah. along the West Coast. I mean, Oregon or Seattle, Washington State. I mean, that that'll work i could i could make do and so oh oh and actually get outside of the united states i've never been outside of the united states ever never been outside of this yeah. out of this country so that would be amazing to do all those kinds of things and melee is the mission so for you smash being the mission as well that'd be super cool if you ever come over yes all the content uh, document yourself doing that that'd be super cool it'd be super cool to hear you on commentary in a, in a time zone yeah. that i am not asleep in yeah. let's go I won't sleep when we do it in japan so <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it, is <interesting laughs> it is that is part of the challenge but yeah i mean it sounds like you're you have a lot of a lot of different things that you kind of have like cooking the back burner for now but it's it's the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Mr. Sui Sui. Where else can the people find you? Uh, on Twitter. Um, it's I think it's just uh, Twitter at Mr. Sui Sui. Yeah, no, no dot between the R and the S, so for Twitter and YouTube. Um, yeah, and on Instagram as well. I think if you type in Mr. Sui Sui, it should come up. I'm like, I'm like semi-active there. Uh, not too active, semi-active. But mostly Twitter and uh, YouTube mm -hmm. is where you'll see me. The, the ultimate goal is like get super popular on YouTube, like one, one million subs, then push the melee content to the unknowing Japanese viewers. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's where I'm heading. Like, I, I gave up on like starting, you know, just a, just a melee channel. You got to become, get an audience first and push the melee from there. I mean, why did Ludwig get such to be such a popular streamer, not streaming melee all the time? I mean, variety streams. Uh, getting into a little bit of content wars and drama, a little bit of that, a little bit of the just the just the and well and well planned content as well. So hopefully yeah. you're able to hopefully able to do all the things that you need to do in order to yes garner an audience in trick somebody like uh, uh oh gosh uh like somebody like T or Mr T something there's a there's a Pac Man player I think named T, T. I think it's T yes but I think it's but why am I forgetting 
the other player who norm places Rob, Wolf, and and Aegis in ultimate. I could Zach Ray. Oh my gosh, you could get some oh, yeah. trick Zach, Zach Ray. Into... I played um Pokemon Unite with him quite a few times actually. Yeah, trick him into playing melee one of these times. That's what I'm saying. I, I, <laughs> I pl no, I played melee with him. I played melee with. with oh, that's him cool. Before. That's really cool. I played with him melee like quite a few times actually. Like before um Ultimate came out. Um, he was going to Smash 4 tournaments, and at that Smash 4 tournament, there was also a melee setup, so we would bring him over. He's so good at melee, actually. Like, he said he's only played, like, twice, and then we, we had a tournament once, and he entered, and he beat the amateur... He won the amateur bracket. But yeah. he, didn't, he, didn't go, he didn't go through the pro bracket, but he, he beat everyone else. Yeah, really no, good. that sounds like Spargo, because Spargo has played at a few of Mewtwo King's, like, online tournaments, and has done very well. Uh, who does Zachary play oh, really? in melee? That grape, uh, before he used to play um, uh, Falco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has, like, no tech skill, but he just w wins. But like, that's because <laughs> he, he knows Smash. Like, it, it does translate. Yeah. Maybe you don't know how to L cancel and, and time your jump squat shine cancel this, that, and the third. Maybe you don't know that, but you know the game. You got the yeah, fundies. Was... Yeah, and he's also very good at Pokemon Unite. So he's just, a, he's just like, a true gamer. True gamer. No, it'd be really cool to see. I mean, I'm assuming, gosh, it'd be so weird if Zachary didn't go to the Smash World Tour for Ultimate, so hopefully does well there. And then for, yeah. for you as well, Mr. Sui, Sui, for your time, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for talking with me about all things all things no Smash and for coming on me with coming on with me, the, the, the podcast thing. See, I'm still not really great at this yet. I've done over hundred <laughs> episodes. Thanks for coming on with me for Bottom of the Smash That's Mountain. Good. Yeah, it was really fun being here. And time flies. It was really fun, actually. Okay, I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> yeah.